I tell you about Fisco so you will have an auto body place for the rest of your life? Because once you got one, you're always going to go there. And I do it also because you like me more. Because people that go there and listen to me say, thank me, Homer. And why wouldn't I do something that helps my own reputation? Everybody wins. Fisco Auto Body. Fisco Auto Body and Forest Home in Franklin. Need to give the address more often on Forest Home in Franklin. How can they be this good? It's easy. They're a family business owned since 1931. So it's not what they do. It's who they are. So they start working on it long before they're working on it for you. So by the time they're working on it for you, they're so good, it's scary. That's why I tell you about them, so you like them and you like me. Fisco Auto Body on Forest Home in Franklin. Fisco, 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 so you remember the name. You're listening to Homer and Tony on 94.5 ESPN and WisconsinOnDemand.com. The Brewers are at spring training. I can't remember the last year when I think nobody's exactly sure how good this Brewers team is. Um, are they going to win the division? Uh, some of the prognostications say yes. How many games are they going to win? 84, 86, 88. Greg Matzik is at spring training. He's going to help me. And looking of course, for a hedge, Greg. He's, he's make, looking for a hedge. He's going to help everyone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, all right, Greg. So yes, yesterday there was a uh, – I was sitting next to Adam McKelvey. In, uh, yeah. We were in the press box in Surprise, Arizona, beautiful stadium where the Rangers and Royals play. And we knew that Adrian Hauser was going to pitch one inning yesterday, and he did. Adam, no joke, had people who kind of work in that DFS world, all the uh, you know the daily sports betting and daily prop betting, mm-hmm. wondering what his pitch count would be. Is that where we're at? Are, are, are we betting? Are we doing daily That's sports exactly bets? That's exactly where we're at. No, that is not. looking for every no, angle no, no, you no. can to make some money, Greg. There, that is not where we're at. That is where some people are at. That's where you're yeah. at. <laughs> no, true. because if I was at that, you'd be betting every Greg, game. the only reason something. he wants to talk to you is he's trying to get an angle. I'm trying okay. to get an angle, but a different uh, angle than that. Well, okay. What, Homer needs angle? that well, no, the sweet, angle sweet on, The angle is... is I want to be. I'm curious how many games he thinks the team's going to win. What is this? I can place a bet on it. I, I, even if I don't place oh, a bet on go. it, there my 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 suspect is there's no great angle because there are just too many unknowns about this Brewer team. But take it away, Greg. I haven't even looked at what the projections are and over unders, but I'm going to guess it's somewhere between 84 and 87 wins right, because exactly. it always is. It always is there, but, right? But <laughs> what? But what it? What do you think of the team? Forget like that, or what's the? Um, you know, you're is Williams good enough to be the closer the whole season? How good is our? And and, and then we have Kristen Yelich, though I don't even know that I have to ask. I mean, the 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 Hall of Fame MVP Kristen Yelich is gone, and I don't know how anybody can expect him to come back. You've had an average player the last three years. You hope for more, but don't you just assume he's going to be average? Well, I, somewhere in between MVP and where he was last year, can he be a 275 hitter? Can he do he that? He could be. Yeah, I always go by OPS. He was one okay. average. He was 170, 179 those two years. Last three years, he's been 105, 110, 100. So, you know, uh, just you know, he can't hit 20 home runs. But I maybe you maybe they're seeing something that he's different this year because the stories are being written. But I'm not. Um, I need your, I need your, I, I'm, I'm seeing this. They're saying this because I. <laughs> okay, here, here's something you can work with. All right, yes. 
Garrett Mitchell is <laughs> going to be Things we a, can work with. That's what I need. We have a things new we can work Greg with. Madzik, things we can work with regarding the Brewers. I'm writing it down. Go ahead. I think Garrett, I think Garrett Mitchell is going to be among the top five in stolen bases in all of baseball. Ooh. I talked to him yesterday. He has got a green light to run anytime he wants. I talked to him about that specifically. He's got elite speed. And with the new rules, it makes sense that the Brewers will try to use that to an edge. Yes, yes. Craig Council right. talked about yep. that today. He feels like stolen bases are not going back to the, the, the 80s, Homer, like when Vince Coleman was stealing 100 bases and Ricky Henderson was stealing 100 bases. Right. But he does believe that stolen bases are going to be more a part of the game of baseball because the new rules sort of benefits the guy on first base. It's going to be a little trickier to try and do your pickoff moves, keep guys honest at first. You can't just step off and look. It's just different. So last year, I think the league leader was 41 steals. I wouldn't be surprised if that's somewhere in the 50s or 60s this year. But Garrett Mitchell, even though Craig Council said, he told me today, Garrett Mitchell still has a lot to work on with regard to stealing bases. But last year he was 7 for 7, and Council said it was an easy 7 for 7. So if you can assume that he gets on base, you're trying to to guess a little bit there too, he is going to be a doubles machine, and he is going to be a guy who is standing on second often. This year, things you can work with, Greg Matzik, regarding the Brewers, even if you don't want to ever gamble, because more information is needed. For example, you know, things you can work with. Tell me about Gorbin Burns. I don't think they're the slightest bit. He's irritated and mad about what they did. They knew that could happen, and and, and uh, they're counting on him to be a huge part of it. And then we have to decide: uh, is he going to make it through the whole season before getting traded? Well, that's a good question, right? So he's under contract this year. They have him for next year, and then he's unrestricted free agent territory. And right. it's it, the the tea leaves have been written, right? You can look at it and see it. He's probably not going to be in the Brewers' long-term plans. We shall right. see. However, he is still pitching for that next contract. So whether he's disgruntled, frustrated, annoyed, whatever the situation, whatever adjective, I still think he's enough of a team guy. Rowdy Teles just hit a ball that hasn't landed yet, by the way. It's up on the auxiliary field and right. Yeah. Brewers are tattooing the Cubs here with doubles and home Somebody runs. Somebody who bet so far. today is probably happy. Greg, <laughs> yes, uh, Telez. Yes, uh, Greg. I, I, I got a question. The only thing I'm thinking, you know, my knowledge of baseball is extensive, but I'm going to go something, give you something very simple. Well, you're happy they finally changed the I'm, game. You've wanted it no, the way you wanted. Not it. even that. I'm going to talk about uh, last year. We saw what happened when when Hader got traded. The, the total seemed like collapse in chemistry. Right, it's just gone suddenly. Uh, how do you think they're going? Are they fully recovered from that? You think? And then with the situation with arbitration uh, this year. A disgruntled pitcher now, is that going to affect the, the, the team chemistry? Because that, they're, they're going to need team chemistry if they're going to be successful. Okay, so so two parts. And I was kind of uh, touching up on Burns as Telez hit a missile out to right field here yeah. on a 60-degree day here in the greater Phoenix area. Uh, a lot of clouds, too. Uh, not a great day. Nonetheless, uh, Corbin Burns, I think, is going to be fine. I think he'll be himself. I don't think you're going to see any big differences. Um, having talked to him in the clubhouse the last couple of days just having words we've always had a good relationship pleasant conversation i don't detect anything different in our conversations he doesn't appear to be on edge in any way uh and he's still a dominant pitcher and that really is the strength of this brewers team is pitching now about the the josh Hader trade i i do believe the clubhouse has sort of gotten its its sea legs back underneath him i think you saw signs of that last year i think you're starting fresh with a number of young players but to answer your question in a baseball sense, not a chemistry sense, 
last year they had innings 7, 8, and 9 pretty much locked up. You knew it was going to happen. It was Brad Boxberger. It was Devin Williams. It was Josh Hader. Well, Boxberger's gone. Hader's gone. Williams is back, and I do think he's a fine closer. But this team has done so well in shortening the game. You get into that bullpen in 7th, 8th, and ninth inning, good luck. And now I'm not as sure about the 7th and 8th inning. I feel pretty good about the ninth inning and the guys who are going to get you to the bullpen. But 7th and 8th inning remains a bit of a question for me. Which means they'll have to find new ways to win games if they don't resolve that. Because that was their approach, right? They were lights out. Yeah. They were lights out. I mean, they had Yolise Chassin, if you want to go back to 2018. I, he was their, air quotes, best pitcher. Now, he never pitched beyond the fifth inning. The sixth, maybe on occasion. But you got into that later part of the season, and the bullpen was stacked with Soria, Canable, Jeffress, yep. Hader. I mean, good luck with that. That was that was a nightmare. It's not quite the same nightmare, but the starting pitching is better today than it was then. All right, best young players, uh, names that people uh, need to learn and follow in spring training because they're going to have bigger roles. I'm going to give you three names. Uh, Garrett Mitchell, he's still to me a bit of a prospect. Last year he just had a taste. He's going to be the starting center fielder. I have no doubt about that. And it'll be his job to lose throughout the course of spring. Elite speed, good arm, probably more of a doubles guy, but certainly capable of hitting home runs. He had two in the first Cactus League game. Sal Freelich, he's another prospect. At some point you're going to see him. He, as I talked to Craig Council, is not as toolsy, if you will, as some of the other guys. He doesn't he'd pop off the radar with his arm or elite speed or th- big power. He's not that, but he's an intangibles guy and squares up baseballs at an elite level, according to Craig Council. Freelix got a double already today. Watch out for him at some point. Maybe not to start the year, but at some point during the regular season. And prospect watch, keep an eye on Joey Weimer. So Joey Weimer is the guy who, if he gets off the bus... You look at him and say, I want that guy on my team. He's 6'5", he's 220 pounds, he's a top 100 prospect in baseball, and I don't think he's going to break camp with the team, but again, I think at some point you'll see him this year. Uh, But he's got a cannon of an arm, all the tools you'd want. Keep an eye on him. Those would be two prospects and a guy who is going to break camp as a starting center fielder, but still very young in Mitchell. Talking with uh, Greg Matzik. Now, you do know that you now have the ability at any point for any show from 2 to 4 to call in and say, Homer and Tony, I got something you can work with. That's all we need. Okay. I can do that. Open-ended. That's all Homer needs, by the way. What? I'm here to help people. He's looking for action, I'm not making for action. He's using you for action, Matzik. Just know that. Hey, I'm telling you. Greg, you would agree. This is a year where people need new information. Well, I think every year you do. Every year you do. There's always something. There's always something you gotta you gotta focus your attention on, right? Is Yelly gonna bounce back? You know about Woodruff. Hey, I, the one guy who looks absolutely shredded to me, and he looks like he put on about ten pounds of muscle, is Freddie Peralta. I, I've oh. never seen him look as built, as shredded, as cut as he does. Well, that makes that, that there's something him? there, man. That guy. Oh. He had a great offseason workout-wise. He looks to be incredible shape. Uh, and when it changes his pitching or has some effect on his pitching, we will hear from Greg Matzik and things that you can work on and work with. Uh, all right, fellas. You bet. Thanks. You bet. New segment. I like it. Mm-hmm. Things you can work with. You just things think. you can work with. Yeah. He gave us something there. By the way, I do have some work to do. 
You do? I do got to find Mitchell over under on stolen bases this season. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's got to be something somewhere, and that seems like winner, winner, chicken dinner. Winner, winner, chicken dinner. I can't believe you think I'm just doing this for myself and not for all the ah, people. Because you there. are. It's fine. Don't worry about it. Are you a better guesser? 1-800-990-3776. Zora also coming on. We know what we need to ask her. Well, I'm sure it's got something yeah. to do with betting. No, it's to do with Giannis. What, she, she doesn't know? She's not a doctor? Yes, she's a basketball doctor just like you are. Right, we're we're going to see what she has to say. I want to know what you have to say, too, so get your doctor in ready. He's hurt. Call her four. That's what i got to say. Oh, uh, no, you know more. Call her number four. Are you a better guesser? Fabulous question. Next.